0: This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J from 12th Street Talk Back and Morning Inspirations. Did you guys pour into yourself? I hope you poured into yourself today. If not, sometimes we can need a little bit more pouring. And today, I'm here to offer you just that. With my new friends and partners, Faithful Counseling. You all always hear me talk about partnering with my Christian comrades and Christ and always needing that extra shoulder to lean on as well as my faith. Well, today you can take comfort in having that exact same partner with Faithful Counseling. Thank you, Faithful Counseling, for sponsoring. This podcast with faithful counseling, you will get access to your needs and you'll be matched with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. That's right. Who is a practicing Christian? You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's text, chat, phone or video call and you can message your therapist at any time to schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With Faithful Counseling, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More schedule and flexibility and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com slash 12 Street Talk Back. That's faithfulcounseling.com slash 12 Street Talk Back. I've also linked it in the description below. Let's start pouring into yourself today with your new partner at Faithful Counseling. back to Morning Inspirations. How are y'all doing out there on this beautiful, Tuesday morning I hope you are feeling blessed And ready to give God some praise Heavenly Father we come to you Right now in the name of Jesus We thank you this morning For the very breath that we Are breathing Father God We thank you for your grace And your mercy Father God For waking us up under your umbrella Father God we thank you Father God for not forgetting about us On this day Father God We thank you for blessing Blessing our husbands and our wives and our children and our extended family, O oh Father God. We thank you for a blessing our friends, our nation's leaders, Father God, and our enemies too, O oh Heavenly Father. As we go on this day, Father God, may we hear a word from you, Lord may we be encamped around and about us with your angels Father God. Father God send a word Father God so that we can stand still and be able to hear it oh Father God may it be etched across the tables of our heart oh Lord and may we carry it around with us all day today Father God. May our light shine so brightly Father God that when we enter a room Father God they know that you are with us oh Father God. Father God. May we carry peace, Father God, in our hearts and love today, Father God. May we get some insight, some wisdom and understanding, Father God. May we stand on our faith, Father God, and let patience have her perfect works, oh Father God. May we, Father God, hear something from you today that appears our mind, our body, and our souls, oh Father God. Wake up that spiritual man that resides in us, Father God, and Put the flesh to death. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood right now over our lives, O oh Heavenly Father. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. Hallelujah is the highest praise, and you are worthy to be praised on this day. Amen, everybody. Amen. So I hope everybody had a beautiful, beautiful Monday we missed yesterday. And just for FYI, because the sessions are getting a little bit longer and I am just letting God have his way. I think I'm going to scale them back to Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. That gives you guys time to either chop it down, listen to a little bit here, listen to a little bit there. Or just take a break from Victoria (laughs) J. But glory be to God. He is filling my cup up. He is etching his words across the tables of my heart. He's keeping me on the product's wheel. And he is doing a new thing in me. And I am glad for it. And I hope that he's doing a new thing in you as well. So let's head on over to where we left off, where I left off, where I was telling you guys about what I was reading, and I'm a little bit further than what I'm reading with you guys today, but since I started this journey about two weeks ago, it has grabbed a hold on me, and it won't let go. So maybe it'll help somebody new in their faith walk. Maybe it'll help somebody remember some things. And maybe if someone is hearing it for the first time, they'll be intrigued. They'll be intrigued. And may God lay something on their heart. By no means am I preaching. I am just telling the beautiful, beautiful story that our Heavenly Father has given all all of us freely to be able to read and I just wanted to share this with you guys so we picked up we're going to pick up where we left off and Judah has spoken to his brothers and he has decided look let's not get any blood on our hands because you know what he is still our brother so he suggests that they sell Joseph to the Ishmaelites instead of starving him to death in that pit. Now, I don't know where Reuben went, and I did a little investigation, I didn't find too much, but apparently when Reuben returns to find out that they've sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites and the meteorites, he tears his clothes. He tears his clothes upon hearing that his brothers had sold Joseph and before he could save him. Because that was his intention. His intention was to maybe ride it out. Maybe before they decided to get rid of Joseph altogether. Maybe he could save him and return him to his father. Because like I said on last week, he knew the love there. Even though he was the oldest brother he knew the love there so when he found out he tore his clothes as it was a custom when they was mourning or in sorrow and said you know the child is not and whither shall I go He said to them look where is Joseph And where should I go? What's going to happen with me when I go back and report this to our father? When we go back and report this to our father, I'm the eldest. I'm the oldest of them all. So what's going to happen to me when I go back and tell this news to our father? And rightfully so. Rightfully so, knowing being the oldest and knowing right from wrong and being the protector, protector of all the brothers, not just Joseph. And when you're older and you're an older sibling and you have that responsibility lying on your shoulder, when you have younger brothers and sisters, you you're naturally, it's a natural thing to want to look out for your loved ones. But unfortunately, it's family against family. It's the family feud, and these brothers hated Joseph so much for his favoritism that his father, their father, bestowed upon him for the dream dreams, dreams uh, that he had dreamed and told them about. That they just was full of mad- malice, envy, and hatred. So much so. That they ripped his coat off of him, the coat of many colors, the one that we all know, threw him into the pit, withdrew him when they seen the Ishmaelites and the Midianites coming and sold him. They sold him. And that coat, my Matthew Henry tells me, it was sort of like a badge, a reminder to them. Joseph, the dreamer. Joseph. The one that the father dotted on Joseph with the finer things than we had, because you got to remember the Bible tells us or my commentary tells us that Joseph was favorite and he got the finer things. He got to lay around with his father, but he also was a willing participant to do whatever his father asked of him. And that's why he was in that field anyway in Shechem, following and being obedient to his father to go check on his brothers because they had already done dirt. That's why they left in the first place because of Simon and Levy. Simon and Levy killing the men. Hamor's men. Killing the men. And taking the women and plundering their goods. They had their hands already full of blood. So one would think, why would you want to kill your brother? And Reuben, poor, poor Reuben. Reuben is caught between a rock and a hard place because he's with the brothers in the beginning when they saw Joseph coming and they tore his coat off of him. But when they just said, they started speaking this stuff out loud and what their intent was to do to Joseph. Reuben, he wasn't with that. He was like, you know, wait a minute. It's going a little bit too far. We, y- y'all want to kill him? I don't think we should kill him. Let's throw him in this pit over here. It ain't got no water in it. We'll starve him to death. That's what he's telling his brothers, but I imagine because my Matthew Henry and my Bible tells me that he was gonna try to wait him out, wait him out, and hopefully he could return Joseph to his father. Chapter thirty-seven, verse thirty-two said, and they sent the coat of many colors and said. This have we found, know whether it be thy son's coat or no. This is the conversation that they take back to Jacob. After killing a kid goat and dipping Joseph's coat in it, as if indeed Joseph had gotten attacked by a beast in the wilderness maybe perhaps on the way to see them and of course his father knew it chapter 37 verse 33 tells us and he knew it and he said it was the son's coat an evil beast has devoured him and Joseph is, is without doubt rent to pieces And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his lawns and mourned for his sons many days. His son, many days. Joseph mourned for his son and refused to be comforted by his son or his daughters, who also mourned with him. Only we all know the brothers were pretending to mourn. Maybe, maybe not. But my Matthew Henry commentary tells me they were pretending. This was premeditated. This is not something that just randomly happened out of rage. This was premeditated. And they sold him. They sold him to Potiphar which is the the officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard. And they went back and they told this huge lie until his father. And naturally, Jacob, he mourns. He mourns for his beloved son. And I said, rent. Because that is what I'm reading it from. I'm reading from the King James Version Master Bible. And it says rent. And it's to say, rent means in in the Bible to tear one's clothes out of sorrow or pain. So, we've got these brothers that's premeditated this thing. They have sold his sold their brother Jake Jake they have sold his brother Joseph off premeditated let's just think about that for a minute do you have that much hatred in your heart to be able to sell one of your loved ones but that's where the deception comes in that they were already Bloody. Two of them already had blood on their hands from a previous incident. And to have these evil thoughts, you have to know that Satan is in there somewhere. He makes a playground out of the mind. That is what he does. He comes to kill steal and destroy back in the New Testament the Lord tells Peter that Satan desires to shift you like wheat like wheat but I pray for thee Satan that's where he starts at in the mind with the thought planting the seed planting the seed and then comes the act and after the act you gotta sin again because you are covering up the first sin with a lie whether it be theft or whether it be murder. You always got to turn around and tell another lie after another lie, which is another sin after another sin. The devil has taught man to commit sins. He teaches man, men and women, to conceal the sin after he plants the thought there and you carry it out. Let's just think about that for a moment. How many times have you lied and then you had to tell another lie to cover up that lie? And it didn't feel so good after a while if you got a conscience. Well, these young men, they didn't have a conscience. Reuben had a conscience. Reuben had a conscience to a degree because I still find him at a little bit of fault in this thing. Because not one time, because they said he returned and Joseph wasn't in the pit. So where did he wander off to? How did he not see his brothers lift Joseph up out of the pit and sell him to the Ishmaelites? Did he wander off? Or perhaps even if he wandered off, why didn't he go unto his father if it was bothering his conscience that badly and say look hey pop I know me and my brothers have thought or said some evil stuff in the past but this one I just cannot get down with I need your help because the rest of my brothers are plotting to kill your favorite son he did none of that So he is just as guilty. And with all that, all they're doing is heaping coals on the top of their head. And Satan has won. Just like in our lives, Satan can plant a thought, a negative thought in our minds to make us believe things that possibly just aren't happening. And sometimes he can plant those thoughts in our mind most of the time. 100% of the time he plants those thoughts in our, in our minds when we really can't see no way. When we really can't see a way of how we gonna figure out whether it be in our finances, whether it be with our children, whether it be with us trying to figure out who we are trying to figure out how to stand on our faith and take up our sword and our shield. Trying to figure out this thing that we call life. He'll start throwing things in our way to make us faster on there. Whether it be something that someone says to you out of the blue and your ears may pick it up as insolent, Or maybe it's something that'll come at you in your finances or through your husband or your wife. And it can be taken in a negative way. He starts there with planting those seeds. But then God, he's given us free will to plant our own seeds on good soil, on good ground. He has a covenant over us, especially While we're abiding under the shadow of his glory. His grace and mercy he freely gives us every single day. Even the ones that's not being obedient. Even us not standing righteously as men and women and doing what he has called us to do. Love one another. Love our neighbor. We all let our feelings get in the way. And our thoughts get in the way. And that's what has happened here. Seeds, bad, evil, malicious seeds have been planted. And they have done away with Joseph. When we return on Wednesday, we'll get into where Joseph ends up. But in between there, we learn a little bit about Judah and how life goes for him. I hope you have enjoyed this morning's inspirations. Don't forget, you guys, stop on by Bonfire, pick up your t shirt, your Freedom Friday t shirt, your community t shirt, Bridging the Gap, your Queen's Table Talk t shirt, your custom 12th Street Talk Back. T-shirt, And if you just don't have the money to do that, you can donate to the show as little as 99 cents a month. And those two items I mentioned because your girl getting ready to knock on the door of 52 this Thursday. And I would like nothing more Than maybe some of you Donating if God places it In your heart to the show Or perhaps picking up A t-shirt picking up The community t-shirt picking up Bridging the gap t-shirt So that we Can give back to the community And your girl can spend a little Bit of that change as well Trying to get some of this equipment Done but if not and it is free if you haven't already tell a friend to follow the show make sure they hit those three dots follow the show whether they listen every morning or a few episodes here and there following is free help us get this following up let it maintain consistently i am thankful for the ones that are following it is far beyond what i could have ever possibly imagine so if you don't have the things that jingle or fold tell a friend and make sure that you're following the show tell a friend follow rate the show we are having a good time I've had a great season coming up in November it'll be one year and I cannot believe that God has blessed it this much in less than a year but i know all things are possible with my heavenly father and he is blessing my work peace and blessings to you all and if it be in god's will we'll see you right back here on wednesday